Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. We're in the mini-series on Let's Talk Tips. We're continuing with Let's Talk Tips, successful participation at school. Here on OT Talk with Mr. T, questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Let's continue. If you want to promote or improve academic literacy performance in areas such as literacy and numeracy, the idea for the educator is to accommodate a variety of student needs. You should provide instructional instructional accommodations that allow students to learn within the framework of the state standards. You should provide alternate seating and positioning, writing tools of varying widths and sensory characteristics and opportunities for completing work in varied positions, such as sitting, standing, or laying on the floor. And you should adapt tasks for visual challenges, such as use larger font, higher contrast, or wider ruled paper. You should provide direct instruction and adequate practice within the school day for students to develop and maintain the motor skills of handwriting, especially with letter formation, baseline alignment, letter sizing, and spacing. And you should also provide structure for written assignments, graphic organizers, sentence starters. I would also recommend as well using word spacers. That could be such things as popsicle sticks or pens or crayons to allow them to have good word spacing between their words. And also provide alternate strategies for students to document their learning, such as technology, and instruct students in their use of smart pens, especially pens on the smart board, which is a big thing that I really try to get in summer school. Now, the Promethean boards do not come with the pen, which really drives me nuts because I would like the kids to be able to generalize. We've talked about before standing tasks, tasks in vertical standing position. And if they're standing at the board and they're using their finger, I don't find it, in my opinion, generalizable to writing instruments. Give them the smart board pen. Give them the Promethean board pen so it could actually be generalizable. It could actually help them when they're writing and using crayons and the like. If they're just going to stand at the board and swipe, swiping doesn't equal writing. Give them the pen, the smart board pen, the Promethean board pen. So in the Computer class, and we tried using the smart board pen because it came with the pen. And in the Promethean board, we're trying to figure out what we can do. Maybe we'll order it. We don't know yet, but hopefully you could always have that. Smart board pens are key for the smart board. And portable word processors, try that three times fast. Excuse me for that. Word prediction software, iPad apps, text-to-speech programs, my script calculator and use class-wide peer tutoring to improve reading skills as well. And an OT can give expertise to analyze student function to suggest appropriate intervention strategies and accommodations to improve visual, perceptual, sequencing, and other areas of performance that impact participation. Trial and implement assistive tech. We've talked about that also to enable students to participate in academic work and assessments based on state standards. And we could advise educators on handwriting instruction techniques and strategies based on typical development principles of motor learning, especially two programs that are very good are OT teacher and handwriting without tears. We could also match technology options to students' strengths and needs, and we could provide techniques, optimize keyboarding instruction. In the school now, in the computer classroom, when I have students, when I see them, we try to work on different keyboarding skills, and kids need to be able to learn 
through play and learn through games. So we find different games that allow them to practice the keyboard. One of them, great one, is Alpha Munchies, where the kids have to blast the monster or blast the food in order to obtain better food or whatever. And they have to type in different keyboard strokes, different letters on the keyboard as that key comes down. Another one is, uh, they're both from abcya.com, abcya.com. The other one is called the Cup Stacker Game. It's a typing game also that allows them to, to work out the skills. The Cup Game is a little faster, so it might be for someone who's a little better at typing to get good at that skills. And then I also write out the letters of the alphabet. I typed it out for them, and I asked them to type it for me as well to work on that typing skills, to work on the ability to manipulate it and use the keyboard, especially in today's digital age. Also, if as an educator you want to improve executive functioning, these are like judgment decisions and how to how to execute tasks and how to think about tasks. Consider tips such as assist the students with organizing materials needed for classwork. Provide for or teach ways to organize the student's desk, the binder, and the backpack. When a kid comes into the classroom in my early class, the first thing they do is they take out their book bag, they unzip it, they take out their lunch bag, they put it in the cubby, and then they put their knapsack in the cubby. And they take out their books, the homework books, and the other marble notebooks or folders and put it on the desk. It's good for organizational skills. Kids can't always do that. And that's considered the ADL of managing their backpack materials. Also, they have to take out their coats or sweatshirts or whatever if they have that as well. You also should teach task components such as collating, stapling, or folding paper and inserting into appropriate files depending on the age. The kids can learn how to use other classroom utensils and tools such as scissors and glue if they're younger and stapler if you're being supervised if they're being supervised by you and filing and things like that they could also learn how to be organized especially the desk also emphasize expectations what you want them to do what you expect them to do make rules on the board and make if they have different class jobs have that organizer we talked about in classroom chores podcast also make sure to fade out cues to promote independence Break down project into discrete steps and develop a timeline for completion. Let them know when it's due. Provide predetermined spaces for the student to store materials. And in OT, in OT land, we can analyze classroom routines to provide a sequence of steps for task completion. Figure out the ways to get the kids to do it in a step-by-step manner. Provide cues for time management, prioritizing tasks, and on-task behavior. Let's Talk Time Management was another one of our episodes. Please see. Create checklists to organize materials needed when transitioning from one class to another. And also we could provide environmental support such as timers. The time timer is a great one. You could get the hard one, like the physical one, or you could get the app. It shows a red line and a red circle, and it goes down and down and down till the end, and it makes a noise. And you could also get first, then cards. First you do this, then you do that. We could also adapt tasks, routines, and environments to enhance participation. And if you want to increase personal independence in daily school routines, a big thing, we should have the tips to be improved student personal independence, self-care, and hygiene. Review and teach basic component skills in managing self and belongings when engaging in activities such as eating lunch, eating breakfast, manipulating the backpack, the coat, the locker, toileting, and if it's appropriate, also... Um, with hygiene skills such as deodorant for the older kids and toothbrushing for kids who don't do that at home. And you can tell they need the help with that. And if they need tying the shoes and things like that, or they have trouble with buttoning or zippers, that also should be something that you could try to work on in class, especially with the OT. If you have an OT in the classroom with some of the kids, that's a big area for us as well. Promote and encourage walking to school when feasible to increase overall physical activity. 
and an OT can coach educators to address varied components, cognitive, sensory, motor, perceptual, etc., with inactivities that impact life skills. An OT can suggest activities to help all students develop the component skills for independence and self-care. An OT can promote healthy school routines through surveillance and intervention during cafeteria, recess, and transportation time. And an OT can contribute to development, implementation of self-determined formal and or informal transition goals and plans for future independent community living, especially when we're dealing with the older kids, when we're dealing with the middle and high school grades, we could deal with vocational training, we could deal with vocational tasks such as the food cart and such as woodshop and such as figuring out the skills needed to do work and work tasks. And that's a great thing to do. Also gardening and things of the like, and different programs like that are seen, especially in high school and and middle school, but even in elementary at a young age, they could learn to do these things. We did a fruit salad during the year with elementary schools, and that was great. They use the utensils, they help prepare the meal, and they help clean up the meal. So we want to get those things for the kids to be successfully participating at school. Again, we were using the AOTA fact sheets on the Let's Talk Tips Successful Participation at School Join us next time as we talk some tips from AOTA Fact Sheets, 10 tips for keeping your child happy when traveling. And I'm your host, Mr. T.